to the Beautiful Maze podcast, episode one of this uh, podcast, this audio experience, uh, with two of us, with myself, Nima, and Andrew. Good evening. Good evening. And what is it? What's the Beautiful Maze? Why I chose the title? Um, well, I suppose this is a podcast about exploring the maze, which is the brain, the mind be that literal when we're talking about synapses, nerves, how complex the brain itself is, or more um, metaphysical, the mind, the, the paths that we make. So about both of us, so I'm, I'll introduce myself first. My name's Nima. I'm a doctor uh, working in England, and um, I've been a doctor for over 10, 12 years. And um, I enjoy my job. I find that I overthink and I ruminate about things quite a lot. And it does impact my daily life a bit. So part of this podcast is a selfish thing. It's trying to release my own um, frustration and um, mind blocks that we all Feel. And I suppose I was inspired by something called a Schwartz round, which is an evidence-based forum, which we have in hospital. And it's quite a new uh, thing. And it's uh, named after a guy called uh, Schwartz, who sadly passed away from cancer and just wanted people from all backgrounds to come together and talk about emotional and social challenges of not just caring for patients, but just going to work and just experiencing work, experiencing life and giving people a safe environment to share their stories and offer support to one another. But the key point is talking and listening. And I took part in one of these and it really had a bit of an impact on me. So I wanted just to share the idea of the Schwartz round and just integrate it into uh, a banter podcast where myself and my friend Andrew just talk about things, talk about ourselves, our minds and our anxiety. So I'll, uh, Leave the floor to Andrew. Yeah. So I'm Andrew. Um, I work in the charity sector. We're both based just out, well, you're in Liverpool city centre. I'm just outside Liverpool. Um, I guess for me, the idea is, I mean, we've, we've, we've been friends since we were teenagers. Um, we're now mid to late thirties. Um, for, for me, the idea of doing a little podcast is that it, if nothing else, it, encourages us to have an open and frank conversation about physical and mental health every couple of weeks with each other. Um, I think for me, making mental health something you can discuss comfortably and openly with friends or with your close, with your family is a real step forward. I, you know, consider myself a relatively decent human being, but I have had a lifelong relationship with and battle with anxiety. If I look back my whole life, it's always been there. At times it's been sort of lurking in the background and at times it's been crippling. But, you know, I've otherwise lived a fairly, fairly decent and interesting life and I just think I'd love to be able to make some progress with it once and for all. Um, and, it, you know, if anyone ever takes an interest and listens to what we're saying and, and also is able to benefit, then that's wonderful. But mostly I think we're just starting off doing it to progress our own so now we've talked about it for so long, haven't we? And 
we wanted to do a little chat or a podcast for years saying we should just talk about mental health and maybe we'll learn something along the way. That's how I see it. Exactly. Oh, yeah, I didn't really introduce myself. Sorry. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I did say I work in a charity. Um, I've got four young children, nine, six, four, and three, they are. Um, so that is a big part of my life. Obviously, like, don't have a lot of time to think straight and clear my mind, but that, that's fine. That's a choice we made. Um, and I, I like running, not particularly fast, but I like running. And I like golf, which I don't do a lot at the moment because it's locked down, but I try and do golf once a week when it's summer just to keep my head and mind outdoors and healthy. Maybe yeah. we should also mention that we had like a heyday of traveling together because that might come up at some point. So uh, even though we've got a lot in common and we can always talk about things, uh, myself and Andrew have had quite divergent parts in some respects in that yeah. uh, we share what we've just mentioned in common that both of us are hard on ourselves and can suffer from, um, from, from anxiety. But um, Andrew has a family, he has four children. I don't have um, uh, a spouse or children. Um, whereas I'm agnostic, um, Andrew has, uh, has faith, but, and so we, we do have, somewhat uh, different lifestyles in that for me it's going to work and then coming back and just figuring out what to do with my evenings but with Andrew he has four young children uh, lovely children and he has uh, a, a completely different uh, 24-hour uh, periods to me mm. so uh, that's one of our um, goals of, of our discussion is is you know to reconcile that and still still talk about the context that we we, we all uh, experience uh, anxiety and um, even fluctuations in mood in different ways and it's okay to do so um, and as Andrew said part of this podcast is for us to share but hopefully if if we get anywhere with this for others to also share with us and for us to just um, help in our small way however possible in breaking the taboo of just talking about how you're feeling and talking about um, uh, anxiety and mental health in general and as a doctor um, I think a lot of doctors suffer from anxiety a lot of doctors suffer from depression a lot of doctors suffer from eating disorders from mood disturbances and um, there's an expectation to just you just not mention that to anyone and just to to not acknowledge it, which I think is quite dangerous and not good for the doctors and certainly not good for the patients. And there's a quote from Harper Lee's To Kill a Mockingbird, where Atticus Finch says, you never really understand the person until you climb into his skin and walk around in it. And that's relevant for doctors in that we never appreciate the lived experience in healthcare and I feel that needs to change there's still a lot we have in common and, yeah, and I think part of it like the having differences and, and slightly either different lifestyles or different paths and whatever maybe that's a good thing maybe there's things we can learn from each other or different people if anyone ever listens might be able to relate 
to different things. Like it's probably a good thing. And I, to be honest, I've always really enjoyed, you know, obviously we probably were on the same path in our teens and twenties and we had slightly different adult paths, but I've always enjoyed the fact that we've maintained our friendship, but we went on different paths. Like, you know, while I've been knee deep in like nappies and staying up all night dealing with children, you sent me blogs from Tajikistan and Brazil. Do you know what I mean? So it, I've enjoyed having a friendship where it's, it's, it's varied. So I think that's a good thing. But then despite, so I consider Andrew, you know, one of my closest friends and someone who I can always talk, talk to about different things, whether that's more spurious issues, you know, such as just random facts about football in, um, I don't know, Iranian Gambia. second division. Yes. <laughs> or whether it's more Serbian, whether it's more um, important issues about um, you know life, spirituality, and all that kind of stuff. And having said that, you know, both of us, we you know, we've had periods in our life when also we've gone a little bit off the rails in different ways. And even though Andrew's my friend and and we both knew we would stay friends, you know, there was a period that for a few years that we that we didn't talk to each other when we had a bit of a, uh, mm. uh, when I think we were just going in different paths. Yeah. I think it's absolutely natural. Honest, yeah. um, to be honest, the fact that we um, fixed that was a really good thing. Exactly. So maybe we should make this podcast just about, you know, about friendship and, uh, yeah. and just um, the challenges that, you know, lots of friendships, uh, face over time but yeah there was a few years that there were a few years that we didn't uh speak that much to each other at all mm. beyond the odd email mm. still maintaining mm. some semblance of contact a once a year email but at that point andrew was um uh you know had found faith and was um on a mission uh, mm. for his religion and i was in new Z- i went to new zealand as, as a doctor once i'd qualified mm. and i just lost contact with a lot of people from the united kingdom um, I was in New Zealand for three years, but then I came back and then we met up and sometimes you just find that life has a bit of a twist and a turn in it. And, yeah. um, it's, you know, you, 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 you appreciate different, you appreciate people different ways. So it, it's, um, yeah, it all works out in the end. Yeah. But, um, right. what have we got on our agenda? So our agenda is, um, right. So. The aim of this podcast is to set ourselves targets and this is low key. So we're not going to challenge ourselves. We're not going to make things a cha- a, a difficult. And we want to share really with, with, uh, with you, the listener. And the first part of it is to discuss something which has, which, which, or some things which have been causing us difficulty or consternation over the last week, things which we've been ruminating on. And what's been dragging us down, and just to talk about it and listen to yeah. it, and then the next part of it is our goals for next week or an inter- intervention to to do for the for the week. All right, go on. I'll I'll make a start then. Go for it. I'm on month eleven of uh, lockdown and working from home, and I've had it. I've absolutely had it. Uh, we've got the kids doing homeschool. We've got Laura up the wall, and I'm working from home, and I've had it. Laura's so, his wife listener. 
Sorry, yeah, Laura's wrong way. Um, we might call Laura Hoostrice sometimes because she obviously is Hoostrice. Um, so I have actually got some progress here that I'm going to kind of commit to in a way. I've got a friend who is massive into yoga. He's another old school friend of ours. Um, and I keep up with him here and there. And he has, his commitment to yoga is incredible, but he's basically swears by it. It completely changed his life uh, physically and emotionally. And he's in control of himself, his emotions, his appetites, his desires. So anyway, I've decided to follow his lead. I'm going to do yoga once a day for a year. And I'm going to um, track the progress. I did a video diary just for myself for two minutes on day one. I'm going to do it once a month. I'm going to see what difference it makes so I can check in when we do our little podcast and let you know how it's going on. But that's something I'm, I'm going to really give a, a good try to. Not expecting to become like a master of yoga, but more the commitment of doing it every day, basics. Um, can't, I've tried it a bit. I'm terrible at it, but I have been doing it. How often have you consecutively done yoga before? Well, I'd started on Saturday and it's Monday. No, is it Monday? Is it Tuesday. Tuesday, yeah. Um, so I've done three days and it's going to be four when we finish this four podcast days. and I get the yoga mat out. Um, I have done yoga before. Like Saturday wasn't the first time I've ever done it. I probably did it like twice a week for the previous four or five months. Not in a pattern, just when I felt like it, really. Yeah. Um, but I, I really, really enjoy it. I just find it um, it's very difficult physically because the only sports I do are jogging slowly in a straight line and then like walking slowly after a small ball and then hitting it again in towards a golf hole. So none of the, mostly I can't really do the yoga very well, but I think it gets you in a good place mentally. I, I found that I just need to commit more to it. Um, I, do you know what, for me, it's just like the amount of time in life you spend on other stuff, like frivolous nonsense. If I added up the amount of time I spend watching, studying or catching up on football, I probably spend not even 10% of that time actually trying to solve anxiety. And I'm not saying I'm going to ban football out of my life or anything like that. What I'm saying is I need to put some more effort into proactively doing something about it. That's what that's what checking in with you every sort of fortnight, whatever we do, is about. It's about checking in and actually committing to it. Because, you know, after most of 30 years of feeling the same way, maybe it's time we proactively did something about it. And if anyone listens and gives us advice, we'd take it on, definitely. Definitely. We yeah. can have some guests on who might know stuff and teach us stuff. That's the goal. That's the goal. And I think in this current era um, of um, especially virtual... Uh, sharing with people and just meeting communities. I th even if we get one or two listeners, if we get ten, if there's one or two people who we can just share with, that would for me that would be the, that would be a success. That would be just a resounding success of this. If there's yeah. one person, two people listening, who can share a little bit with us, then yeah. then, then I'd feel very satisfied indeed. Have you? Well, we're not trying to be famous. We're just trying to like progress our own minds, aren't we? Really? So, you know what I mean? <laughs> who cares? True that. And is there anything which... I mean, um, you've probably got, you know, you've probably got as many followers on Instagram as Tramway Rovers could fit in their stadium. So you've made it basically already. Guilty. But how many of those are organic is the question. 
for asking. How many of those would go in Tranmere Stadium if given a free <laughs> ticket? <laughs> so, would you would would you go watch Tranmere if I gave you a free ticket? Definitely, yeah. I'd love yeah, to. Would, you know, outside yeah. the pandemic, most certainly. Yeah, I, I love lower league soccer. Yeah. yeah. Listen, oh. both of us have um, been frustrated by the money ball situation with uh, football at the moment. Both of us really, you know, we're, we're both huge fans of football, soccer in, in North America. And, um, you know, it's been, a, it's been a big part of our life. You know, it's been a big time mm. uh, sink for our lives, I guess, in some ways. And it's, it's not mm. just been about the game itself, which we love playing, we love watching. It's also about the, the kind of cultural aspect of uh, soccer. Yeah, the fan culture around it. Yeah, I think exactly. we were more into the fan culture. Precisely, yeah. So, do you remember, <laughs> do you, you just remind me of a funny story. Do you remember when we wanted a ticket to go to watch Athletic Bilbao against Real Sociedad? Yeah. We couldn't, all the tickets were sold out and we couldn't get a ticket. So we went to the club and pretended you were the Iranian, the, the son of the chief of the Iranian Football Federation. And can we have two free tickets, please? Yeah, I pretended <laughs> that I was, I was a scout who was... Uh, in, that was it, yeah. You were the scout for the of, Iranian national team. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't work. It didn't work. So but yeah, I still, I managed to scalp a ticket and uh, it was a... Yeah, you got it. It's a great match. And I stood in a bar <laughs> <and watched> it. <laughs> See, that's the, that's the kind of thing. But, but sadly, again, you know, over time things change, and I guess our love for that level of football has perhaps diminished over the over the years because yeah. of it's becoming just a just a a money money game. I don't know if you yeah. some listeners will have read the book Moneyball, but it's just. Uh, a money sink and I, I can't stand it personally and I guess that's one of my frustrations for the week sorry the first part of my question is what's just fr- frustrated you over the last week and there's certain things in terms of you know that I've, I've only just moved cities have moved jobs so there's a bit of uncertainty about moving somewhere new in the context of a pandemic in any case um, but there's also things which frustrates me and, and needn't and I don't know if anyone's listening uh, now or in the future which may frustrate them as well it's the mm. issue of just ridiculous wealth so over the last week we had jeff bezos the um 200 billion dollar um worth at least we probably don't know what, mm. what kind of other investments he has uh former uh, amazon um lead and elon musk just daily tweeting random things just to precipitate a a kind of essentially a retail frenzy of kids buying shares and cryptocurrencies because Elon's doing it and he's just having fun. He may have some, you know, he's Elon's worth what 150, 160 billion US dollars for him. This is pocket money. He may, he may be getting something about from the, from the pump and dumps, but it's just the, the kind of worshiping of capital of this, of, of money. Um, mm. For example, this GameStop situation where, um, this this one dying games company became a kind of phoenix because a bunch of guys, kids from Reddit, decided to put loads and loads of money into it, and then all these billionaires suddenly jumped on the hype train, and so everyone lumped money on GameStop. So the shares went up from five cents to from five to to whatever four hundred, four hundred and fifty, and then dropped, and then loads and loads of people who invested at the wrong time lost money, and for example, we had one young. 20-year-old boy who, 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 who took his own life over the last week, not because of GameStop, but because of that whole culture, that whole Robin Hood mm. culture. This just worshipping of money and 
capitalism. And for me, the kind of symbolic element of it, even though he himself is not, um, I, I don't think anywhere near as guilty as anyone else, is the uh, uh, rapper, one of the kind of li- what I call the Lil group of rappers, Lil Uzi Vert, who, um, you know, is, a, is what, you know, I, I call him one of the top five Lils in hip hop at the moment. And he um, implanted a 24 million US dollar um, diamond into his his head and and it's, you know it was a painful operation he's a lot of his photos show him bleeding out of it and um so he's got a dime 24 million diamonds in his head on his head and i just that so irash so you know people who overthink things may overthink things about their own life and may overthink things about society and life in general and part of this podcast for me is to just challenge why i should even care about that why why it's important for me and listen is it important for you i I don't know mate this may be nothing for you but for some reason for me this whole worshiping of money and the juxtaposition between that and you know for example today a nurse talking about having pot noodles consecutively for five days how that made me feel almost nauseous Mm -hmm. i I don't know it just it makes me it makes me angry and it and it perhaps it shouldn't perhaps it's the society we live in what do you think Andrew. Well, no, I mean, I, I agree with everything you said. It's just a case for me of um, how how far removed from that can I take my mind? So, um, can I do I care basically? Do you know what I mean? As in, I'm interested in what you're saying, but I mean, what I mean is on a personal level, if these people make billions, <clears throat> if you spend if you get sucked into any level of comparison or thinking that your worth on the planet is in any way connected to the amount of money you have, then there's nothing but negativity that can come from that. How removed can we take ourselves? Like our worth has absolutely nothing to do with how much money we do or don't ever have. It's completely unconnected, but we can be so sucked into thinking we've got to achieve this level of income or this type of house or this type of car or this type of diamond implanted in your forehead. Like end of the day, personally, it's uh, it's all meaningless nonsense really, but I, I, we all get sucked into it at some level. Um, and on me, a that's... side note, how many Lils could we actually name? Lil Pump, Lil Bow Wow, Lil Uzi Vert, Lil, Lil Kim, Lil Kim, Lil, um, I'm struggling. I know, I know, I know the photos of some of the other Lils, but I just don't know. Isn't the name. one Lil Money? Probably. Maybe that's not one. A little cash money. We're probably giving away our lack of rap knowledge here. We actually yeah. had relatively acceptable rap knowledge in the kind of late 90s, early 2000s. We did listen to that and a, a little fact for this, the... for this first podcast. This is for the true believers, for the one person who may listen to this in, in 20 years' time. Um, that, um, sorry, can I put an asterisk there? Because I want to get back to people who listen to things randomly, which yeah. no one else listens to. So, so going back to what I was saying uh, originally, we 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 um, pretended to be a three-piece underground hip-hop outfit in the <laughs> early two thousands, um, which did have some impact I mean, on, on our lives. Nothing else. Sure. It was an interesting conversation starter. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like if you in the traveling days, if you like went into a bar or a youth hostel 
common room, whatever. And people were like, well, who are you then? Yeah. Rather than saying, I'm Andrew from the Wirral, I'd say, <laughs> I'm part of a three-piece rap group. Exactly. And we, and uh, I do, do not condone doing this at all, but we graffitied the name of that rap group called the Iridian Convention on random um, um, lavatories in parts of um, some of the finer European cities, pubs. Anyway, sorry, that, we were very young. Really then. Yeah. We were 18, 19, and uh, um, I think, you know, everyone's allowed a little bit of rebelliousness, I suppose. <laughs> but that's what I was coming to, was uh, to go back to that, is, is that um, um, that's, this week, one, one of the news elements was a very hilarious local council meeting in Handforth, which is a small town in the north northwestish part of England and I was actually going to ask you if you'd call me Britney Spears for the rest of the conversation (laughs) yeah yeah so this went viral this week that's kind of viral video in this week especially in England and everyone was sharing this on their Facebook but the person who actually made that viral was just a 17 year old uh, young uh, Pakistani Brit from East London who spends his evenings watching local council meetings on Zoom which uh, apparently ha- ha- have to be um, streamed for anyone to, anyone to be able to watch. So, <laughs> so if, if the equivalent to that person is listening... This is true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. If, if there's a version of that listening to us, he or she is welcome. Please, please share this <laughs> so that we can get more people talking about their, their own ruminations and difficulties. So, so, for, so I, I went through my challenges, which are a few... Was there anything which made you ruminate, even if it was a kind of small thing over the, over the, over the last week, Andrew? Um, well, I, do you know what? I'm like so far down the wormhole of lockdown with the kids. The main thing I'm ruminating on is the consequences of lockdown. You know, seeing various COVID strains showing various levels of resilience to the, to the different um, vaccines we've got. Um, yeah, slightly, slightly worrying, and you know, it's a long time now, isn't it? And I think both of us would say, on the grand scheme of things, we've been very compliant, um, partially because it feels like well, but it is right, the right thing to do, and partially because we both work in healthcare, and so we actually see the impact of things going on. Yeah. Um, but you know, despite being compliant, it doesn't mean we're not starting to get fed up with it all. Definitely, you know? yeah. I mean, your front, your front line. You do shifts, um, caring for people who are suffering the effects of the of the pandemic, and you're seeing it firsthand. Yeah. Um, I'm seeing it kind of more secondhand, but you know, at the end of the day, we just need it. We just need it solved now, don't we? But now, so It's and you know, in some ways, that's why this kind of audio recording will be. Historic, because what you know, the, we're living in, as I'm sure it's cliche, quite unique times. Um, we've never had, mm. we've never gone through this, something like this before. So, for a family of four to live in this kind of lockdown situation for such a long time period with so much uncertainty about when it's going to change, and so mm. many people are going through this as well, it's just the difficulties mm. for 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 so many families and. You know, everyone experiences this differently. It can be more challenging for one family to another. 
Yeah, and there's no one. No one's got like um, sort of a, a monopoly on how challenging it is. Like, as in, you know, someone could live alone or in a couple or a family, loads of kids, or it doesn't really make any difference. To be honest, like everyone can have it challenging. Exactly. In what different ways, isn't it? Like, you know, my mum's been shielding like the whole time. Basically, she's. I'm sure she's not seen in person another human for like months and months and months okay she's not got the stress of the kids like drawing unicorns on the walls and like building dens in the office when you're trying to work but at the same time she's flipping lonely you know what i mean yeah she's retired and shielding she doesn't do anything or see anyone so everyone's got it you know exactly and these are the different experiences that people have in this pandemic mm-hmm. um I want to cover my own personal experience of the early part of the pandemic, but it would, I think it might be a whole other podcast slash audio book. At the moment, it's, it's, it's difficult. The uncertainty um, from a professional level as well, in that yesterday um, I did uh, spend some time in the evening doing a shift in our intensive care unit in my local hospital. And it seemed that things were getting worse from a... Um, from uh, the perspective of the severity of illness that people are experiencing, despite the fact that f- for the first time, the cases in England, at least, have uh, got slightly better since before the Christmas period. So that uncertainty, plus all the news about the um, the vaccine, makes it, yeah, it makes it a difficult time. For me, my goal, I suppose, is that I'm, it's a lockdown. There's I've moved to a new city. I don't really know anyone here where I live. My only, I'm tired when I finish work, as I'm sure many people are when they finish work, whatever job they do, um, uh, emotionally, just physically. And when I get home, I've sometimes done an evening nap, which is easy to do when you, when you um, don't know anyone, when there's no one living with you. I live on my own in a small one bedroom flat. Um, and the nap is feels good. Naps always feel good, but then it messes my sleep wake wake cycle and my mood as a result in the long term. Plus, naps have an impact on the way you um, integrate sugar into into your body, and you, people who nap tend to gain weight more easily. So I'm feeling, as a result, it's a bit of a cycle which is leading to me becoming more lethargic, gaining weight, and not productive. So my goal for this week is to cut that out completely. And I I think I can do that. I think I can tell myself when I get home, don't nap, just do something else, read a book, watch a film. I I think that's eminently good. These are two really realistic and productive goals here. So... The naps are banned, and I've got to do yoga for 10, 20 minutes a day. Exactly. And we'll come back next time we chat, and we'll actually check in. I think this is the key. When you set these goals, sometimes I set these kind of goals. I'm going to eat better. I'm going to sleep better. I'm going to do more exercise. I'm going to do yoga. Whatever these things are, I'm going to read actual books rather than scrolling through YouTube goals from the 90s. Like but because you, you just set it to yourself you just kind of drift and I might make a good start and I might go running five times the first week and I might do it three times the second week 
And after two months, I'm just back to square one again, just eating cakes and not running. So, I mean, I think for, for me, the, the very act of just checking in with you on this goal every two weeks or so, whatever we choose to do, you know, I've got no choice but to report back on, did I actually do yoga or did I just say I was going to do it? And as usual, drift into not really doing it. And the same with the naps, you know, you can check in with me and see how you did. The key thing is like, we're too, yeah, like we're talking about anxiety, mental health and physical health. We'd be the first people to admit that we're not experts by any means on those topics. And that's maybe one of the reasons why we've never really progressed. But this is two friends who are not experts trying to find their way to a slightly better mental health. And if anyone along the way follows that journey and does their own similar journey, then wonderful. And if anyone's got anything to help us, then great. We want to, we just want to improve it. Yeah. I mean, part of this goal of this podcast is to be able to focus this because you know we all know the impact of affirmations and of yeah. subconsciously having an impact on on, on yourself neuroling self neurolinguistically programming yeah. and just by talking about yeah. these things recording them it helps it helps us and hopefully if anyone's listening it'll it'll help you so i think we should uh, perhaps end the podcast there yeah. that was productive for sure. for me yeah definitely i enjoyed just checking in and Let's just keep doing it. Great. So, listener, I'm going to say goodbye to you and hope you have a lovely week or fortnight. We may come back in either a week or a fortnight. Thank you.